Welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good day to you. Today is the 50th episode of the Weather of the Mind podcast. And when I think of 50, I think of 50-50, I think of half, I think of middle, I think of moderate. So I guess the topic today is moderation. And we've heard this quote attributed to many different people throughout history, moderation in all things, especially moderation. And it seems like a pretty good life mantra. But is it? Does it really work? What does it really mean? Moderation in what ways? Moderation in what things? When do I use moderation? When is it a time for excess? The famous poet and philosopher Goethe, German, German Goethe, he says, out of moderation, a pure happiness springs. And Finnish folklore says happiness is a place between too little and too much. And one of the Stoic masters, the Roman Epictetus, says, fortify yourself with moderation, for this is an impregnable fortress. So we got a lot of a lot of thoughts on moderation, a lot of thoughts on the middle path. Certainly, as Buddhism has become more popular in the last few decades, you hear this notion of the middle path, the middle path. So again, what exactly is that and how might that serve us? Stay tuned. Thanks to those beats, the prodigy maker queens there, 50 Cent from 2005. I want to talk a little bit about the Stoics. The Stoics were a philosophical group that thrived for 600 years. Started around 301 BC by Zeno of Citium in Athens, Greece. And... And Stoicism played a, a big role in the philosophy of Greek life in the final centuries of BC and also into the early centuries of AD in the Roman Republic and the Roman Empire. And really thrived until about 4th century AD when it was displaced by Christianity, which was adopted as the, the religion of the Roman Empire. But as you look into Christianity, you see a lot of influence from Stoicism. All the different religions and traditions that come in contact with each other influence each other. And certainly, we can see Stoicism influencing Christianity. But what's interesting is you can see some of the teachings of Buddhism, which arose around 600 BC, and likely traveled across the spice trails all the way across Asia into the Middle East and the Mediterranean, you can see some of the influences of Buddhism perhaps were present in Stoicism. A core idea of Stoicism is accepting the moment as it presents itself, not allowing ourselves to be controlled by our desire for pleasure or our fears. So not to let our desires or our fears control us. To be in some middle place of calmness. The word calm and stoicism go together. Solid. Sort of a, some level of detachment of the extremes of human experience. 
always being able to return to a place of calm. You could see how this relates to the middle path in Buddhism. They believe that many destructive emotions result from judgment errors. So they really trusted in, in the logical mind and, the, and, and really understanding life and taking time to observe and to digest life. Another interesting thing about the Stoics, which I think is amazing, is the word Stoicism is derived from the word, the, the ancient Greek word stoa, which meant porch. So sometimes you hear people refer to the Stoics as the stoa, which literally means the porch, because they met on a porch-like structure in Athens, an old colonnade. Now, it was originally called Xenoism after the founder, but they, they quickly got away from that because they didn't want any sort of cult of personality. They wanted to be based in, in logic, and, and so they, they called it Stoicism. And Stoicism might be the, the philosophical tradition most devoted to moderation, moderation and balance. But I want us to think about moderation and balance relate to your time and place in history because take someone like, Myself, for example, I try to live, I think, a very moderate life. Live simple. Simple and moderation go hand in hand to me. Try not to live without too many material possessions. And try to look at your week and have it be balanced. Have it be balanced between social time and calm times. Have it be balanced between work times and relaxing times. Eat well, sleep well, stay hydrated. Work hard play hard. This is my version of balance and moderation. But we don't live in a very moderate society. We live in, I would argue, a very extreme society, extreme individual-oriented society, and extreme, a lot of people rushing, extreme amounts of material wealth that people surround themselves with. So how does moderation of the individual how does our own moderation relate to society and society that is not moderate? And also, in what settings is it beneficial to be moderate? If we're going to a social gathering and wanted to be part of the team and part of the setting, this is perhaps a great opportunity to be moderate. But other times in our life, it might behoove us and society as a whole for us not to be moderate, to take a stance. So there is some value to that often cliched expression, moderation in all things except moderation, meaning that perhaps there is a value in a moderate, calm stance in life, but that allows us to break that mold when the time is right. And, and when we do break that mold, it has extra power, it has extra potency because people recognize that we're usually of a calm, balanced disposition. So here we are reminiscing on the Stoics on their porch in Athens, coming together, dropping some knowledge. Here we are on our, on our porch of sorts, dropping some knowledge. So I find there's a little bit of a conundrum to this notion of the middle path or a moderate 
vision, a moderate path, and, and the wisdom of being moderate. Because we're raised to, we raise our youth to, to excel, to stand out, to, to not be the 50th percentile. We don't say, hey, go to school today and be as moderate as possible. When it comes to your transcript, be as moderate as possible. When you be an adult, be moderate. We want, we encourage people to be original and outstanding. So isn't that more extreme? Isn't it the antithesis to moderation? So how do we balance that? Where is that balanced spot between moderation and extreme? Does it relate to the setting? Are we meant to be uh, push ourselves to the extreme in our work? but socially be moderate? Is that what it is? Because it seems like when you're part of a team, being moderate, being somewhere around the middle is good for the team, right? Unless you're the team leader. But if everyone was a team leader, there would be no team. So how does this work? How about moderation in material goods? This one seems apt in a, in a time of too many material goods in our lives, the balance of how many material possessions are in our life, maybe moderation in how many friends and social interactions we can carry with us from week to week. So how does this moderation, how does this moderation work for you? Is that a concept that you think of in your life? Do you think of the concept of extreme or neither of these concepts? Hopefully this gives you some food for thought. I don't really think I have too many answers today as much as a lot of questions sometimes you have a topic for a, a podcast and you dive in and you swim down a few feet under the water and you realize that there are whole other little ecosystems and almost underwater caves it reminds me of we would go up to New Hampshire as kids and go swimming in Lake Ossipee and this lake was just magnificent forest covered with little lake fronts and you could hear some maybe distant camps across the lake and across the way and we would swim out to this to this floating wooden raft and and the kids and adults would just jump off the wooden raft and sit on their their floating devices and inflatable boats and we go fishing in canoes wonderful lake but i remember one day sitting on that dock and looking down below me, it was a quiet moment, and I looked down, and there was this turtle walking across the bottom, about 10 feet below me, with a shell that was about 2 feet long. And then another time, I was snorkeling close by, and I went down, and I realized there was this very mysterious underground, I want to say almost an underground pit, like a one part where the sand gave way, and there was a deeper section of the water, and this always is very intriguing. So I bring this up as a visual because sometimes we dive into a, a topic that seems straightforward and and simple and then boom whoo, we find ourselves with so many thoughts and quotes and ideas another way to think of moderation is balance turner the author of a self-healing cookbook said balance is dynamic it is never a dull process and I think about balance, when I think of the word balance as opposed to moderation, I think of surfing or skateboarding or riding a bicycle without hands. It is a fully engaged process. You're being pulled, you're being pulled to one direction, the other direction, and you're finding this balance. 
When I read about Stoicism, one of the, uh, I mentioned his name before, Epictetus, is one of the later Stoics. So Epictetus says, don't explain your philosophy, embody it. Don't explain your philosophy, embody it. Doesn't exactly relate. It doesn't exactly relate to the moderation point, but I, I think it was too good to pass up. Epictetus is the one who said, "Fortify yourself with moder- moderation, for this is an impregnable fortress." And there's there's an element of realism in in Stoicism and in balance and moderation. Marcus Aurelius, who was a Roman emperor and a famous Stoic, said, "The first rule is to keep an untroubled spirit." The second is to look things in the face and know them for what they are. This is a very courageous approach to life and a very realistic approach to life. The first rule is to keep an untroubled spirit. The second is to look things in the face and know them for what they are. They say stoicism, a life of balance and moderation, properly understood as a cure for disease. The disease being anxiety, grief, fear, depression. So there is value in this stoicism, in this moderation for our time because we have this anxiety, this depression, this grief. How do you practice moderation? Do we begin just observing the extremes in a situation and decide actively to be in the middle? How do you practice moderation in your life? Let me know. For me, moderation is based on simplicity. It's based on deciding to not have a lot of material possessions and to have only so many social engagements every week. So for me, moderation is about not overcommitting. I think in a lot of ways, I've been on this urban monk path. And the urban monk path is very moderate because I had this strong desire, and I still do. It's guided me to engage in a monkish life. But to remain part of society, it seemed like joining a monastery and leaving society was very extreme. It seemed like being mainstream part of society was not very moderate. So again, I, I find this society is, is not very moderate and, and sort of extreme in its own way. Certainly, the society is rather extreme in its individuality. So a moderate approach might try to balance that. Realize that we are individuals, but we're also part of communities and teams and clubs and families. And make sure we have that balance in our week-to-week. I tend to look at things week to week, so if I was exploring balance, I would probably look at my week and and look at different elements, activity, getting the blood flowing and, and getting out there, biking, walking, playing frisbee, versus being still, being being physically still and calm in that sense and reading and writing and thinking, being social, engaging in group activities or one on one activities versus having quiet time taking care of body and mind and spirit, but not overindulging. I guess this is the path of moderation. The path of moderation is a middle path, and 
I think in Buddhism, this is what they really are trying to encourage when they say middle path is just a sense of knowing that extremes will happen to us. Extreme joys and extreme sadness are part of life. But if we cultivate a sense of calm, cultivate a sense of calm, we'll be able to remain balanced through these chaotic times that pull us to and fro. Allow me to review an image that I've presented in the podcast before, and that image is each of us is akin to a little sailboat, a little sailboat on the waters, out on the waters, out on the ocean, out in the lakes, wherever. And inevitably, storms will come and they will overwhelm us. Inevitably, periods of great calmness will come and they might bore us. But it's up to us to manage that little boat, to manage through the storms and the calm and to remain balanced, to keep that boat upright, to keep moving, to make sure we're not getting seasick. So I think a lot of a lot of moderation is about balance and it's about acknowledging the extremes and it's and it's knowing that we might be extreme at times but we always come back to this safe place to this balance to this calm relating to the recent podcast we talked a lot about emotional reset being able to emotionally reset may be an important part of moderation and balance because when extreme situations do happen we have this ability to physically Do some rituals, exercise, deep breathing, singing. Take us back to that center place. Take us back to that calm. Take us back to that place of balance. So we can do it on a physical level and we can do it on a more cognitive mental level. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for hanging out with me on the porch, the stoa. Let us continue the the learning process and uh, living and learning. Keep positive. Bye-bye.